Blog Talk Radio. Flurries, you better grab a life vest. Did I lie? Yes. <laughs> Bye-bye. Pull the mask off. People aren't going to like what they see. Looks going to look like flesh on the outside. You rip it open, and it's just circuitry and wires. If my plan works, think of this. I'm going to be off the block from a guy who put on a carrot suit, took an avocado bath, took a chum bath, and sat out of an HOH competition all to get me out. Hello? Will? Yeah? Hey, it's Boogie. Hey! Check this out. Underhanded, unscrupulous, and unexpected. It's time for another summer of Big Brother. Shock Jock of Blog Talk. I am Sam, your humble host. And guys, please don't forget to check out Morty's. Always a friend of ours, big sponsor of the show. Go check them out. They do a lot of things reality, TV wise. Tell you guys every week, uh, but I can't press I can't press it enough on you guys. www.mortystv forward slash bb forward slash dot com. Visit their Twitter. Uh, Morty's TV. Get on there and talk a little bit about uh, Big Brother and what you think's happening now. I'm telling you, you won't regret it. And I'm going to tell you guys, this is the week we've been really waiting for. Finally, finally, we get what we want. Feels good. As we see the game take a different approach that we've than we've seen in the past couple of weeks, really the whole season. And I know you guys, a lot of you are L6 fanatics, but we're going to talk about a lot of things tonight. We're going to talk about where this ended up to be where it is, what I believe to be mistakes in a lot of gameplay, where I think it's going to go from here. There's a lot of meat in this sandwich. We're going to talk about who we think is going to get America's favorite player, why. We're going to talk about paths to winning for who's left. And all of the chaos that's been going on. It's going to be a really, really fun show, guys. Of course, we'll be here after the finale, barring any major thing happening. Uh, usually in my my life, that includes a, a child being sick. Um because I am a parent first uh, over anything. So, barring any of that happening, hopefully it will not. I will see you on finale night. Phone lines will be open for finale night. You guys can call in, tell me what you think about this season, 
what you thought went right, what you thought went wrong, how mad you are, and how happy you are. How much you hate the show, how much you love the show, where you want the show to change, you know, whatever. I mean, you guys know you call. I mean, we, we talk about whatever you want to talk about. As long as it's Big Brother related, we stay on topic. So phone lines will be open uh, at the end of the season for next week's show. So this is really the second to last show. Kind of sad. But what a second to last show we're going to have. And I think we're going to have a really fun show next week when we talk about who won, how the jury votes went, all that stuff, and how this final HOH is going to go. Of course, you're going to see that before, I I think, the finale is Wednesday. You'll see all that Sunday. You'll see a lot of things happening there. But um, And that should tell you a lot going into this thing. And, you know, in this game, as a host of a show that talks about this game, and a lot of people say it's reality TV. In fact, when I have to brand the show, when we have to go through the production efforts to market it and brand it, we call it reality TV. It just brings in more V-Fine viewers. But the truth of the matter is this is a reality game, right? And part of the problem of being a host of a show like this is, is having a balance, right? The people I want to see win that I think deserve win and versus what's more entertaining for all the viewers as a whole. And that sometimes gets a little bit confusing. And a lot of times you guys kind of make me feel like I'm talking badly about one over the other or not being fair. But I have to stay in the line, really the highway of of, of really the position that I have to be in. I have to talk from a position of what's more entertaining. I mean, what is it that brings people to their feet when they watch Big Brother? For me, as much as I like the L6, as much as I think L6 is probably the best alliance in a long time, I won't say ever. I mean, that renegade group was pretty good. Chill Chill Town, classic. But this is a really great alliance. I mean, it's a top three, top four alliance all day long in the history of Big Brother just because of sheer dominance. And it's great to watch that from a strategic point of view. But every season has to have its drama. It has to have its strategy. I tell people, when you think about seasons, I categorize seasons in drama and strategy categories because you either really kind of get drama or you get strategy. And both can be really, really good. You get a couple of seasons where you get both, and that's really entertaining. That's probably the best kind of season you can ask for. But when you do a show like this, you have to kind of have that balance of what's entertaining and what's right. And this week has been the best of the entire season because it's provided the most entertainment. It's provided the most – and, you know, I tweeted out. I asked you guys – or I said to you guys, you know, this is one of the most – like this is one of the most anxiety-driven episodes of this season – if not the most anxiety-driven episode, we should feel like this two or three times a season. And I believe that. You should feel this way two or three times in a season. Now, you can't get it every week. There's not a season that's going to give it to you every week. There's seasons that are just going to give you great weeks back-to-back. There are. And I implore anyone to go back and watch, especially if you've got the CBS um, app, to go watch those. I mean, they've redone them in HD. They've looked really good. Uh, some of those that you see, you see on YouTube are so grainy. 
And if you've never watched a season on YouTube, an entire season on YouTube, you haven't lived yet. But through the ability of technology, you don't have to do that anymore. So we get to watch them in HD now and get them, not really HD, but they've been redone and cleaned up. You should go see season two on YouTube. You'd be shocked. Anyway, I mean, you can barely make out who's who. Um, but we should get these these feelings two or three times a season. It doesn't mean it's best for the season entirely when you have a night like tonight, but you do have great feelings and things that you remember. You will remember this night out of all of the nights of the season. You might remember finale night. We haven't gotten there yet. But this is the, these are the nights that you remember about Big Brother. If you look at the past seasons, you think about what you remember the most. It's always been the most dramatic, the most dramatic uh, episode or a really great game move, sometimes a really dumb game move. And we talk about this season being really easy for L6. And we also talked about the day that all this was going to come to a head. It's easy in this house to have safety in numbers. And if you could win first place as an alliance, it would be easy for L6. But you don't. And you're going to see where this all ties back in. Because at the end of the day, it's a solo game where one person wins. And that's kind of the greatness of the game. It's who you use to get to the end because you do have to use someone to get there. A half a million dollars, I mean, after taxes, it's still life-changing. After California taxes. <laughs> Steep. But it's still life-changing money. And a heck of a lot more than you get when you go in there. Alliances are nothing more than honor among thieves, guys. That's, and that's what I'm getting to. As we go into this L6 breakup, that we, not really breakup, but the forced hand of the stab into the heart of L6, it, it, alliances are nothing more than honor among thieves. I mean, here are a group of people that don't know each other that have to play together if they want to honor each other's agreements. Right? We saw that tonight with Casey. But really, you're going to have to you're going to have to slice each other at some point. It is an um, honor among thieves is an alliance. Eventually you have to destroy destroy someone you trust, but that for the time being you have to work with them to survive. Every week. You have to destroy someone you trust. For the time being, you have to work with them to survive. Not a truer statement about alliances has ever been said. I can promise you that, not even in the good book of the Bible. It's a tool. is all it is. It's a tool. They aren't the end all to be all. This week, a lot that, has, uh, a lot that was realized for the players in BB20 this week is that alliances aren't the end all to be all. So they... Let's look at where we are right now, because we again get to talk at Angela's HOH. And we saw Sam go home on Sunday. Or, I'm sorry, on Wednesday. Getting my days confused because we've gotten them crammed together. But I think to understand how we got here with Angela and Tyler on the block tonight, we've got to look at the mistakes that were made. 
Every loser in Big Brother makes a mistake, and it's usually at the end. Now, you could argue people who go home earlier, of course, it's at the beginning. But likely, most people who go home early in the game are not gamers, per se. Now, some of you guys argue that, well, there was this one guy in season such and such, and he went home first, and I think he would have been really good. Okay, that's great. But people who get to the end are usually gamers. They found a way to get there whether you agree with how they've done it or not. And the reasons that they either lose or go home in that final stage of the game is because of mistakes made. Now we have Angela's HOH. She nominates JC and Sam. KC wins veto. There's no need to go over step-by-step of what happened because we've got bigger fish to fry. And I'm going to tell you, I think the mistake that was made a lot And Angela's demise here, and a lot of where the problem with L6 lies right now, is that I think that they got rid of Sam, and that was a really big flaw for them. I don't think that Sam was going to win an HOH going forward. We saw her be a little bit off-center for the last month of Big Brother, maybe longer. I don't think that she was in the frame of mind to really compete in Big Brother. I think some of you have argued that she shouldn't have been on for the whole entire season. Now, some of you want to vote for America's Favorite Player, which we will talk about. Slow down. You get eager, Beaver. But some of you guys really like Sam in this thing. But I don't understand that. I don't think that she was going to be of the mental capacity to handle winning an HOH at this much pressure right now. Like I said, she had too many issues heading into this thing. She had discussions of destroying the BB house. I just think that Sam, for as sweet as she is, and I do think that she's a genuinely good person, I just think when closed in in that situation, some people just lose it. We've seen it before. It's no mystery. But I definitely think that Sam had some problems really adjusting into a closed-in space. And i got to think, too, that if Sam wins, that Tyler and Amanda, uh, Angela kind of remain safe. Now, that's not anything that we can predict, but that's just a feeling. Tyler probably stays safe. He still has voting rights if Sam did win HOH. And had enough influence through her, right, to decide who would go up and who would go home, mainly J.C. And J.C. should have been the nominee he should have been or should have been the, the person that they nominated to go home. I mean, you know, we talk about they're both nominees, but he should have been the guy that they were talking about sending out. And you ask why? Because who is the most blindsided by Brett's eviction? JC. Who has struggled the most with it? JC. Who has started to figure out he's on the outside of an alliance? JC. The HOH on Wednesday night meant more to J.C. than Sam because J.C., as we talked about and as we will talk about, is an emotional player. We saw it when Bailey wanted to send him home and Fessy went up there to save his butt and J.C. got upset about it because he didn't want anybody doing it for him, right? He's kind of like, I want to ride the bicycle. I don't need the training wheels. Well, sometimes you need training wheels. And Fessy provided those training wheels when Bailey was HOH, and JC got livid. And I think that comes along with 
who he is, his, his kind of like his stature, the things that he's dealt with all of his life. The fact that psychoanalyzing, he's got some issues with family, obviously, where he has proven that he doesn't need people. And when people get up and do something or betray him, J.C. is very emotional. J.C. should have been the guy they wanted out because he was going to present a problem for Tyler. Now, this is something we have talked about and talked about. You guys, a lot of you agree that J.C. was going to be a problem for Tyler. He was going to be a problem for L6. He was going to get emotional. And it's exactly what we saw happen. And then we talk about Angela being an HOH and who she nominates and who who she puts on the block to go home. And this was a missed opportunity for Angela as well because even though she could have nominated J.C., Angela has to realize that as much as she likes herself, that other people may not like her the same. In fact, she has this privy of information that most players don't have that, hey, guess what? Most of the jury can't stand your guts. Now, that's harsh, but it's true. Angela couldn't win against many players at the end because of her awful social game. Who she can't win against was Tyler, Casey, the same people she's protected. Who she could have had the best chance to win against was Sam or J.C., The jury might be bitter and they might like Sam, but I got a hard time thinking that they're going to hand it to Sam. I really do. Sam made people nervous, and yes, she might have been friendly, and she might have been likable by some people, but her her existence provided little, and if it provided anything, it provided a lot of anxious moments where they didn't know what Sam was going to do. And I don't think anyone gives Sam any credit for anything. I mean, that HOH was pretty bad. I mean, when you make an HOH move and you're HOH and you tell everybody, I'm not talking to any of you. I mean, what what president have you set? So I don't think her HOH was that great. But on the other end, it's possible that you might say, hey, J.C. probably still wins against Central. That might be true, but J.C., probably anger some of the jury by his work with L6 and using Fessy. Don't think that that's not going to make some of the Hive members a little upset. They may give him a pat on the back and credit him for that, but this is a jury that I think is quite chaotic. What makes sense to the, to, to the rest of us may not make sense to them. Angela simply didn't think in this game, and protecting Casey and Tyler is her absolute downfall. And what's Tyler and Casey's downfall so far? Protecting each other. Because, hey, I see you guys lighting up Twitter. Casey just lost the game. Right? This is simply too strong of an alliance to take into the Final Four. I've been preaching this. This is perfect timing. You have a perfect moment to strike. You know when this season's going to end. You're in the game. You know that there's too many people. You know you're going to get an unexpected situation to happen. You have to plan. And I told you guys, Tyler's going to have to let people break final twos for him. And this final four, you've got to start eliminating people that are going to beat you in this thing. 
It's honor among thieves until you honor it too much. And that's the mistake a lot of the times that I see Tyler and Casey making and Angela. Angela should have ended the Final Four agreement this week. She can't win by and by nominating. She can't win and by nominating Tyler and Casey. She gets rid of one and gives herself the slimmest little shot at winning $500,000 by getting one out of the way. Maybe at least securing herself fifty grand. Casey had the same opportunity, but her wins lately give her an absolute halo of protection, and she's still the second-best player. Second-best? What are you losing your mind, Sam? Second-best? She's been dominating. But like I told you with the mistakes that Angela makes, her inability to have a great social game. And listen, I love Janelle. One of my favorite players of all time, and you old-timers will know this. Janelle, fantastic player. When you see her walk in the door, you get excited. She's that good. Right? She's a great player. But what is what have I preached that Janelle's biggest downfall has always been is her social game. She's a great competitor. She's a great player. But this game, in my opinion, is at least 60% social. And that's where Angela has made her mistakes and why Tyler has the best game is because his social abilities in this game have locked him in. How many final twos did he have? How many final twos did people try to make? Socially, this guy is on. Competitively, he's on. Of all the Alliance members, Angela got the bad job of getting rid of most of the people in jury. And that creates anger and animosity. She's also the one who was pompous and not kind in her goodbye messages. I mean, we talk about how bad her jury management is. It is bad. I mean, Brett finally caught on, but Brett went on a streak, too, where you just want to shake your head and go, dude, this is not about na-na-na-na-na-na. This is about managing a vote for yourself later. Something that we see J.C. do a pretty good job at, something we've seen Tyler do a great job at, again, where Tyler gets that social game. But this is where Casey, in my opinion, isn't as strong as Tyler. Casey simply doesn't have that social edge that Tyler has had. And I think that even though people may be mad at the things they find out about about Tyler, through the jury house, maybe through Brett, and maybe Angela sticking her nose up and saying some stupid stuff as well to kind of show off. Who knows? Angela could be completely different in the jury house. I'm sure she's going to be outnumbered. And Brett may be really out. May, she might be on an island by herself when she needs Brett the most. But Casey's social game just not as strong as Tyler's. That makes Tyler that much better in this situation than Casey. Now, Casey is a great player. But I think she's the second best player in this game. We always talk about the beginning, middle, and end game. And the truth is, everyone remembers what you last did. And we saw that tonight in the jury house. They were really thrilled with the things that they saw Casey doing. Wow, Casey's really coming out and she's really playing. 
this is a bad time for Tyler to kind of not be the Tyler that he was when they were in the house because we're wired that way as human beings. <coughs> Excuse me. It's the what have you done for me lately thought. And they noticed that about Casey. I tell you guys, I think sometimes you have to consider that the biggest move of the season is the last move. Tyler is the biggest target in the house, whether or not anybody realizes it. Tyler is the slam dunk winner of this of this season if he makes it to the final two. Tyler has outplayed everyone. Tyler has out-social gamed everyone. Tyler's been able to keep a number of alliances close to the best. He was able to keep a secret power close to the best. He never even needed to use it. And we've talked about Tyler. I like I, I tell you guys I love Tyler's game. I think he's great, but we never really got to see how hard Tyler can play. Because L six just really did so well. But what happens if he has to use that that app and it's early in before him and Angela kinda have this romance? I told you guys, I think L6 kind of has a problem with him having an app they didn't tell him about. But he never even had to use it. So everybody sees that Tyler is the best player. They see Casey doing the things that she's doing. Angela was good at comps, but awful socially. And we see in the jury how much they just can't stand her. Casey was good in comps, and she made very little to no real bond with anyone in jury, in my opinion. I don't see a lot of bond that Casey will have. Tyler presents a problem for Casey. Casey, in some way, presents a problem for Tyler. He only, Tyler didn't only, like, win into the game. Like, he didn't win his way through the game. Not only did he do that. But he also won many of the people in the house over. And he also had a, a hand in sending most of them home, but no blood. That's because Angela was always willing to pull that trigger and do it. And if he did pull the trigger, it was a necessary one. It was an understood one. It was one that people understood why he was doing it. Angela was just kind of vicious. So as it stands, the biggest move that anybody can make is taking out Tyler. It's the biggest credit that Casey can take to the jury. And that is the biggest move in the game, getting rid of the best player who is in the final four. Who can you serve up that makes a jury say you were better than the best player? The best player we thought this whole entire time wasn't the best player. It was you. You made the tough decision. You won that HOH and got rid of them. Why things matter at the end is because it doesn't matter if you go to jury what you did. I will for Angela. But, uh, you know, Casey wins all these POVs and she went home tonight by some kind of weird twist of fate that she doesn't win the POV. And i got to be honest with you, I think Tyler sends her home. I really do. It's easy to say 2020, I had a final two with her. I got a feeling he wanted to have Angela around a little bit longer. 
And I think he wanted to have Angela in that final, too. It would have helped him a ton. Anybody sit next to Angela. So it only matters if you're in the final two what you've done. And serving up Tyler to that jury gives them something to look at. And that's something where all this fails, okay? This is where all the wiring goes wrong. Because Angela goes home when J.C. wins HOH and nominates her and Tyler after Sam exits on Angela's watch. Of course, we saw Casey win a veto in that one. How many, I mean, Casey's winning vetoes all over the place. And now we kind of edge into J.C., and you got to say, J.C.'s been a confusing player. He's been a very confusing player for me to nail down for quite a long time. I said last week, leaving J.C. in the game would create a problem for Tyler. We just talked about that. It's very true, how emotional he is. And he doesn't take being on the block very well, and he did not. And for every great thing that I think J.C. does, he does do some stupid stuff. Here he is this week, he's upset about Tyler blindsiding Brett, right? And I think that comes down to, if you'll do that to Brett, you'll do that to me. Are you really loyal to anyone but Angela? But let's back up a little bit. Because who created the problem for blindsiding Brett? Who's the one that went to Tyler and told Tyler what Brett was talking about doing? Who let... Brett take complete blame for it. Brett set himself up. But who went to Tyler and told Tyler all these things that Brett was talking about? Who was the one that threw Brett in the fire in front of the bus in this situation? Wasn't he the one that told Tyler about Brett's plan on Angela? Look, I get I get that he was sticking his stick into the quicksand to see how deep it was. But now to completely realize what you told Tyler would go against Brett is pretty stupid. Because you already had a suspicion that Angela had moved into the tight spot with, with Tyler. You brought it to Brett. You mentioned it to Brett. You and Brett talked about that. You were both on the same page. You know, Brett was his quote-unquote puppet. And like all the toys in the game, J.C. breaks them before he gets full use out of them. That's the one thing that I will hang J.C. on, his game on, that he never fully utilized his position in the game. He did it with Fessy. And, you know, he could have saved Fessy just another week or two. He could have used Fessy to go back after L6 when Scotty returned. Right? Think about that. Who sent Scotty home? He did it with Fessy, and he did it with Brett. Now he wants to cry about Tyler's decision? And J.C., are you really that shocked? This is where J.C.'s game gets very confusing for me. I'm a big believer that you always need a bigger target in front of you. And all J.C. has done is run halfway through the battlefield with the meat shield and then drop it. Pick another one up, run it halfway down, but he's still being shot at and drop it. Now he doesn't have one, right? 
and he was on the block last week for it. And I think J.C. just got rid of all of his toys and his puppets before he was done with them, before he really needed to expire them. Brett could have stayed in this game a little bit longer. They could have worked on this Angela angle a little bit. Right? He could have worked something a little bit longer with Fessy than he did. But he did win one of the most important HOHs. And I will tell you guys, I think that when you talk about HOH and as far as regards to what's important, if you go back and you look, Tyler's first win in that HOH was really, really important. Tyler has that look, and I'm sorry to say it, we've seen surfers go home early. I mean, you guys can go back and look at other seasons. We've seen the kind of quote-unquote dopey guy or girl go home really quick. Not always. It does happen, though. And I think Tyler was in a little bit of danger that first week. And I think that HOH set him up for the rest of the season. I mean, think about everything that happened and how it landed for him. Winston approaches him, Brett approaches him, you know, they bring in Angela. I mean, it's this L6 gets really tight from the get-go. The other important HOH is this one right before the final three-part HOH because you can play in the next one. It's the only time you can play in the next one. And now J.C., feeling the burn of all the things that's happened with Tyler, the blind side by Brett that we just talked about that he shouldn't be shocked about, J.C. wants revenge. And what does he do with it? Wants to target Angela. Angela is absolutely winnable against for virtually anyone. J.C. chooses Angela and Tyler as noms. J.C. doesn't see Casey as the second best player. He doesn't see that she's hard for him to beat. I get what his delusional mind is thinking. He obsessed about getting the one person out he literally has a shot to beat. This is the confusion of J.C.'s mind. This is where J.C.'s a good player and then just takes a right turn and goes off the highway. Excuse me. And you just go, where are you going, dude? What are you doing? What GPS are you looking at? Because I want to get out and catch the taxi. I want to get out and catch a bus. Because where you're going, I don't even know if we can get out of here. You're going down dirt roads, dude. J.C.'s mind is a very delusional place to live. Number one, J.C. thinks he's a better player than he really is, and that's dangerous. Dangerous for people around him. It's dangerous for him. Second, J.C. has convinced himself, kind of to a fault, that getting rid of Angela will force Tyler to make to take him to a final two. Like, this all of a sudden makes their, I almost said romance in a weird way, but it almost makes this obsession that he kind of has with Tyler and a lot of you guys who watch feeds know what I'm talking about, it kind of bubbles to the top that you're not even seeing this guy as the most dangerous player for you to be sitting next to. You're obsessed with sitting next to him, and you will get rid of the only person that you could probably beat 
to sit next to him? It's insanity. And it might be good for his delusional mind, and that's what I have to say. I think he's delusional. But I don't think Tyler's going to take a chance on taking a player that just gave the jury the one person they want the worst, and that's Angela. Why would Tyler take J.C., knowing that J.C.'s one great move in this game is the last great move made, which is getting rid of Angela? And God forbid if J.C. has a shot to get rid of Casey, Tyler may have to power up a little bit. Not much, but I think there's some people that are going to give J.C. credit. Don't forget, Bessie is still in that jury house, and there's going to be a lot of things that are going to be talked about. This is going to be one of the most interesting jury houses. To be a fly on the wall, especially when Angela walks in, they should wire that place up. Put that on the live feeds. Camera number four is the jury house. Wouldn't that be fun? So like I said, for all the great moves, like him winning HOH, he makes one stupid one by not putting Tyler and Casey on the block together. The two people he has zero chance at beating. Angela is his ticket. JC is so delusional, guys, that he actually thinks Angela is the problem when Angela, for him, is his only solution. There's nothing but dead roads for JC. And he's going to have to serve up the best player in the game to have a shot. And even at that, it's the slimmest of margins. However, if JC could have gotten rid of Tyler, if he could have gotten rid of Casey, and he goes to that final two somehow with Angela and convinces her, I'm the only person you can win against, blah, 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 blah. The jury hates you, whatever. Talk your talk, man. Manipulate, use, cheat. Whatever you've got to do to get in that final two. Just maybe, with maybe Tyler being gone, Angela begins to think about the end game. And this is also what kind of gets annoying about having the showmances. And you guys, I know some of you, I love a showmance. But the truth of the matter is that showmance, for a strategic point of view, caused some problems. We see it tonight. Angela gets put out of the house. It doesn't matter. Listen, I found the love of my life. I'm good. I'm happy. Man, when, I, when it gets out, we're just I can't wait to see where we go in the next chapter. You know what I'm saying? I just lost a half a million dollars. Now, Tyler's got his head a little bit in that money, and maybe without Angela, he changes the way that he thinks. We're going to find out. But I don't think that Tyler's been Tyler since confessing his love for Angela. And J.C. might have done a huge favor to Tyler by getting Angela out of the way. But the question is, should Tyler take J.C.? But we see the POV get played once again. Casey shines as she racks up yet another veto. 
In fact, Casey, from a competition standpoint, got to be like what one of the best BB players in history. Let that marinate. I mean, somebody who started off slow, give her credit, tons of credit, where it is due. Because at the beginning of this thing, you know, I called Casey a lammer forever because she just didn't do anything. But maybe she didn't have to. Maybe that's where the genius of Casey comes in. But I think I would have liked to have seen a little bit stronger social game from her in those moments. She had some. I don't think they were anywhere near what Tyler's were. But that's the social game strategy that you have to play. We saw Casey having to make the tough decision of who to vote out, and it should have been Tyler, because Casey and Tyler are a problem for each other. Voting out Angela only hurt her. Casey ends up in the final two with Tyler. Tyler's social game, like I said, I think gives him an a, gives him an edge, and I think it kind of negates almost all of the things Casey has done because the social game is so good. And I think when I think Tyler has an understanding that he's extremely well-liked. I don't think it's a mystery to him. Now, there are some people that are not Tyler's friends in that. They're friends, but they're not people who are probably going to vote for him in that jury because there's some people that are upset. Brett's upset. I don't know that Brett can look past what happened to him and give it to Tyler. In fact, that's probably a pretty solid vote for J.C., just because I could see Brett doing something crazy. And I think Tyler probably beats Casey in the end. But, you know, they all have a certain path to winning. And I think JC's path to winning, I think actually has a decent chance here, depending on who is there at the end. But, He's going to have to serve the jury somebody that is going to whet their appetite. Because there is some credit here to J.C., which is he did play half the house. And he has to let them know that. He has to let them know, these are the things I've done. What I can't stand at the end when they give their speeches I cannot stand when they don't tell you these are the things that I did. This is how I got here. They wait for that question, why should I vote for you? What did you do? What did you do to get to the final two? You tell them before they ask. You tell them in that speech, even when they ask it, when you get that final speech after the question, you reiterate everything that you did and all the things you had to do, even if you've got to exaggerate the hell out of it. J.C. maybe can't translate that very well. There are times I have a hard time understanding J.C. I think a lot of people do. But I think he has to say, you know what, I, I, I play part of the house. I worked with the strongest alliance. And I was operating a lot alone. I mean, sure, I had some final two deals, but they weren't all that helpful for me. I mean, look what Tyler's final two deal got me. Got me on the block. I was going home next. And, I mean, 
JC you got to give credit for for even 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 despite his boneheaded moves. I don't know that JC can romance the jury like Tyler can. I just have a hard time thinking that he's going to be able to make points clearly. He's going to be able to really knock down this is what I've done. But the parting speech does matter to a jury sometimes. And we've seen some weak ones win. I mean, see Nicole and see Josh's in speeches. I don't think that they're going to be at the at the top of the greatest, you know, speeches to win Big Brother. But in comparison to Paul's, they were pretty weak, and they still were able to win. So I don't know that translating that is the most important part of it. But JC needed to be next to Angela. This is going to be a real uphill battle for him. He was a pest to a lot of people in the house. But if he can lay down, I worked half the house. I worked with the strongest alliance. I was really on my own in the middle. I was an obvious target to people like Bailey and others in this house. But I was able to, con- I was able to completely work my game, work into getting into a final six, with a very strong alliance, and was able to get that alliance to fall apart when I became HOH and sent Angela to you. I also had a part in so-and-so going home, because if he's in the final two, either Casey or Tyler goes home. I also convinced Tyler, or I convinced convinced Casey, that their best shot of winning was against me and not against each other. Sometimes you consider that the biggest move, right? I mean, let's don't get confused what the biggest move is. It's not always the biggest move in the season. It's the biggest move that gets somebody to the end. What happened in week eight doesn't matter. What what happens in this last two weeks will matter because the jury sees these people coming in in droves, okay? These other players are going to be jury. There's going to be one after another, after another, after another. Who's involved with all this happening? And I guarantee you, had J.C. sent... Tyler or Casey through that door, mainly Tyler, the jury thinks way differently about J.C., but that didn't happen. So his path to winning is going to be very, very difficult. But he has to prove to everyone else that he operated mainly alone and that he was able to get certain people sent home. Take your credit for Brett. Take your credit for Fessy. Take your credit for Haley. Take your... Take your credit for Caitlin. Take your credit where you've got to get it and get it. Prove to the jury that you played a game and that you planned a game. And the reason that you are where you are is because of those things. It's very, very important. Now, of course, we have Angela's, you know, path to winning. But we can ignore that because, of course, obviously she went home. Casey's in a great position. And Casey's path to winning, again, I think is stronger with J.C. Socially, she might get a little edge on J.C. there. But the jury's hatred for Angela would have been better for Casey. Would have been better for everyone that's left right now. 
And J.C. winning his only one HOH is something she can play off of. She can completely make her point against Tyler and make her point against J.C. Casey's in a sweet spot just like Tyler, but it's going to be, again, an uphill battle for Casey if she is sitting next to Tyler. It's no secret here. I'm not telling you guys anything you don't know. But Tyler's got the easiest path. I mean, a final two for him's a lock, I think. A lot of people think Casey is a better player. I told you guys I don't think that that works out that way. I think he should have gotten rid of her. His chances go up tremendously, even higher than they already were with Angela. Get a, you, do you guys notice like a one, like the common denominator is that Angela can, anybody can be Angela? I think maybe Angela really should have planned on taking Sam to the final two. And even at that, that might have been a stretch. But it's a mistake to think that comps are all that matters. Comps are extremely overrated. I say overrated because Tyler might have needed to actually win two or three this season. And he won more than that and probably will win more than that as we go. But he'd still be at the end if he doesn't win all of these competitions. Like I said, he might need to have won two or three. But I think he's still at the end regardless of the others that he won. He won about three too many. But that's sometimes what great players do. They just win comps. And they're only going to sweeten his gameplay. Again, I don't know that it matters. But what does matter is that Tyler is very close to almost everyone in the house, despite the fact that some of them want to rip his head off. And they will want to by the time that jury meets and they make a decision. Because I don't think that things are over for Tyler, because Angela's going to be pushing Tyler, and I think it's going to backfire a little bit on her. Tyler's the best player top to bottom. We know that. But I have always said if Tyler doesn't make it to the final two, it's because he couldn't get rid of Casey. He couldn't get rid of Casey. He couldn't get rid of Angela. And and we saw the distress as J.C. won his HOH. We saw the distress as Casey wins that POV and locks them into noms. And he's almost feeling like if I win the POV, I don't know who I'm going to send home. I tell you guys, I'm telling you, you can tell me on Twitter what you think, but I think he sends home Casey, which would have been his best-case scenario. But I don't think it would have been from a strategic point. I think it would have been out of love. And this showmance, I think, has been a problem for Angela and for Tyler. And I think it will be a problem in jury because they want to take things away from Angela. The closest thing to Angela, once it's revealed in some way, shape, or form possibly that Angela and Tyler are in love, if Angela's dumb enough to bring that up in the jury house, don't be surprised if that jury doesn't like her having everything. Okay, fine, you didn't win the game. Are you going to have the winner of this game too? Be careful. 
And I think that's going to play a big part in this jury's decision. Now we're at the end game. And in the end game, you have to be calculated and you have to be vicious. You have to realize the jury will judge you for what you've done right now and who you sent to jury. JC helped himself a ton by getting Angela sending to the jury, sent to the jury. He does a lot for himself if he's able to get Tyler sent to the jury. And I don't know that the jury sees much point if they see Casey walk in. Let's think about that. Let's think about watching jury when Casey comes in. I think it's going to be like, oh, Casey, man, you were doing so well in those vetoes. I don't think it's, I don't know that I feel shocked if Casey walks through the door to that jury. Now, to us, we've seen what she's been able to do, which is win comps. But I have to feel like, again, her inability to have a great social game to connect with players, if she walks through the door, I'm not sure that everyone's shocked. I think if JC walks in, they're not shocked. Tyler walks in, there's a shock. There's a shock through the system of the jury members who have to vote. I mean, Casey's dominance only means that if she's final two, hey, I won a lot of competitions to get here. And sitting next to JC, she's got a point. But we cannot deny that Tyler is the biggest trophy. And it sucks to know how good he is and that if he wasn't able to go to the final two, it would be awful for this season. It really would. The game matters right now at the end, yes. We've seen him do so many things, but it also shows you how much it matters to be where you need to be at the end and to plan that way. And if Tyler gets rid of Casey early, Tyler has a very, very good shot to win because his next level of competition is JC. We're going to see. We're going to see how it goes. But I would not be surprised the jury wants to take $500,000 from Angela if she's there at the end. We all know that. But do not be surprised if the jury is not happy that not only did she, well, make it as far as she did and send them home and say awful things and not manage them, but she also is in love with the guy that is sitting in the final two they're going to give $500,000 to. I don't think that that – I think that taking that away from her sweetens the pot because they think if they can take it away from Tyler, they'll hurt Angela. Now, this depends on how angry the jury is by the time we get there. Now, let's talk about jury. I think Brett will work the jury against Tyler. I think he's a little bent about what happened. He feels cheated. And Brett's a little cavalier, but I, I, I kind of could see Brett going and wanting to give Tyler, you know, a little bit of credit there. I think the jury will see Casey as the best comp player, and I don't think this jury comp or this jury pack stays intact. You can throw it out the window. These people cannot agree on who to nominate and who to vote out, much less who they're going to give a half a million dollars to. But their hatred is all the same. 
That's the one thing you'll tie this jury together on. They don't like Angela and the things closest to Angela. But this jury pact I don't think stays intact. I don't think they make that decision and they walk in and they just all vote the same. I, I really don't. And I think the jury is going to fight over who they think should win. Now, a lot of people have said this is going to be a bitter jury, blah, 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 blah. It's going to be a decisive, bitter jury. I disagree. When we talk about the jury, I think we're talking about a chaotic and indecisive jury, a jury that can't make its decision on what they want to do collectively, especially the Hive members. And we saw a little bit of, you know, I, I like Bailey. I like that spark, man. But listen, she's still angry in that jury house. And don't think that there's not going to be some type of debate involving her, I feel, and who should win. Because somebody's about to walk through that door, and that just, they're going to talk about it because they're going to have Dr. Will come in and talk about it and whatnot. By the way, to pause here for a second, you know, there's a lot of talk about Julie Chen. I, I thought she would be gone. She came back. We don't know if she's going to be back for next season. We don't even know if Big Brother's going to be back next season. There's a lot of talk about who would be hosting if Julie Chen doesn't come back. And that's something I, I want to hear from you guys on Twitter, and I'm going to put a poll up. But there's been talk that Dr. Will would be the perfect guy to come in, our perfect host. Doesn't have to be a guy or a girl. Perfect host to come in. And I kind of agree with that. I would love to see Dr. Will host Big Brother. You know, I mean, hey, I mean, you know, you got to show up to the live things. That's it, man. You can continue to do your tattoo removal business and everything else you do, dermatology, pushing your dermatology products and whatnot. But what a great gig for Dr. Will. It would be fun to see Dr. Will hosting Big Brother. And I think he would probably ask some pretty tough questions because I think that's just who he is. What you shouldn't hope that it's going to be is Jeff Schroeder. Sorry, guys. He should not be the guy that you want coming back as a host. Uh, there's a lot of talk about Ross Matthews. I mean, yeah, uh, I like Ross. I really liked him on Celebrity Big Brother. But I think I don't see Ross being heavy enough on the people when they come out of the house. You need somebody that's going to hit people a little harder. I see Dr. Will doing that. I think Dr. Will can make Big Brother Kind of a strategic game again. I think it would be fun to see Dr. Will do it. But that being said, we're going to see Dr. Will talk to these jury members, and I think you're going to see a lot of chaos. I think Tyler's going to have some problems getting a couple of votes. I think Fessy's going to be a tough vote for him. I think Brett might be a tough tough vote for him. I think JC, if he's in that jury house, is going to be a tough vote for him. And I kind of feel like Sam's going to be a tough vote for him. I think JC's not going to get Haley's. He's not going to get Bailey's. He's not going to get Scotty's, I don't feel like. And I don't know that he's going to get Rockstar's vote. Casey is the only one I see that no one has any beef with. If you want me to call it right now who I think is going to win Big Brother, I think I'm going to throw you a shocker, and I think I'm going to say Casey, despite her sitting next to Tyler. Now, I gave you all the reasons why Tyler's a slam dunk for this thing, but that's logical. That's us watching it from the outside. That's us seeing all the moves that are made. That's us seeing how great Tyler has played this game, and he has. He has. But I'm looking at it from a jury standpoint, and I think they have no problem giving KC 
So I'm calling it now. Casey wins Big Brother 20. I think she wins the final HOH. And the jury has seen her win these POVs exclusively in jury, which gives the impression she's controlled the game at the end. Now, when they give these guys DVDs of what happened, you know, it's a compressed thing. They don't show diary rooms. They don't show any of that. It's just this is how things happen. This is how this person sitting next to you that just arrived, this is how they got here. And they've seen a lot of KC, a lot of KC. And although I don't think she's somebody that really wows them when she walks in the door as a jury member, I think as a final two, because they don't have issues with her and because they see what she's done, I think that she's going to get a little bit of the edge. I also said that if Tyler is sitting next to her, I think that they want to hurt Angela enough, and I think there's going to be some discussion to take that away from Angela. Okay, well, you didn't win it, but I'll be damned if your boyfriend's going to win it. There's going to be a couple of votes that are going to go that way. It may not be a complete group. There's going to be a couple of votes that are going to go away from Tyler to hurt Angela. That's how much that jury is not in love with Angela. And we're going to see how bad. Listen, Angela's got to walk in there. You think Brett's going to be happy to see her? You bet. You think Rockstar's going to be happy to see her? You bet. All these people are going to be really happy to see her, and it's going to be like a sheep discussing with the table of wolves what's for dinner. And Angela's going to try to nice her way out of it, but I don't know that she can do that. She got really cocky in those goodbye messages. She's got a real problem. And if she's going to campaign for Tyler, I think it's going to hurt Tyler. I think Casey wins this thing. If she's sitting next to JC, I think she wins. If she's sitting next to Tyler, I think the jury gives it to her. Now, that doesn't mean that she's in that final two. That's If she's in that final two, I, I think Casey wins this thing because I believe she will be. I think she'll win that final HOH. And I think whoever she takes, I think she can be – I think there's enough of what have you done for me lately in that jury to pass down credit to her. Now, that being said, does J.C. have a shot? Because we know Tyler, blah, 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 blah. If J.C. is sitting next to Tyler, does he win? I don't see a way for J.C. to win. I just don't see it. Only way that J.C. comes out of this thing half a million dollars richer, maybe, is with Angela sitting next to him. And this is what we talked about, J.C. being delusional and making these mistakes when he does something really smart. He follows it up with a really dumb move. It's a bonehead move. Angela was his best bet. Tyler and Casey go on the block, get rid of one of them, because Angela's going to have to make that vote. She's probably going to get rid of Casey. And you've got to hope that one of them you can talk into taking you to the final two, either Angela or Tyler. You really want Angela to take you. You've got to tell her you're not going to win against Tyler, but you win against me. Can you convince Angela that's part of the game? But that's J.C.'s only shot at this thing. If he wins, it'll be a shocker. Let's talk about America's Favorite Player, guys. I'm going to tell you who I think is going to win America's Favorite Player because of how I feel people vote. Now, it is amazing when I read 
what you guys have been putting out there. I'm kind of surprised what you guys put out there. I see a lot of Sam out there, and that's shocking to me because I don't – I mean, maybe, you know, some of you guys vote on the heartstrings, right? You kind of feel like, oh, well, you know, Sam – Sam just, you know, she could use the money, right? But America's Favorite Player is really about who played the best game and didn't really win, or it can be about who you like the most. But I'm going to tell you who I think is going to win America's Favorite Player because we've seen this trend in the past. America's Favorite Player is the person usually who's different from everybody else. You remember Donnie winning America's Favorite Player? I mean, we've seen a lot of America's Favorite Players that were just people who who were liked, right? And we've seen America's Favorite Player be people who were different from everyone else. And I think that's going to be Brett. Brett was the only one cavalier enough to throw crap at the wall and to see it sticks. He was willing to shake up the house, but he was awful in competitions. But he entertained throughout the season, and he was the most dangerous person that if they did something, you wouldn't really know what they would have done. If, 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 if Brett wins an HOH at the end of the season, he could have completely thrown a stick in the, in the rim a big brother, right? Just throwing it right over, ass over tea kettle, right? Right over the handlebars. People like that about Brett. So my prediction is I think America's favorite player ends up being Brett. If Tyler does not end up finishing in the top three, it'll obviously be Tyler. I mean, there's no doubt America's favorite player becomes Tyler. But I got a sneaky feeling that Brett's going to walk away with that America's favorite player. I know a lot of you guys do not like that. But that is exactly how I see it. Guys, next week we go into the finale. We find out who's going to be $500,000 richer, who's going to be $50,000 richer. And we're going to find out who's going to be $25,000 richer with with America's Favorite Player. It's one of the funnest nights when it comes down to it. It is so intense. I have a feeling in my vision that we're going to see Casey and Tyler at the end. My prediction is is that Casey's going to win that. Tyler wins America's Favorite Player. If Tyler wins, I see Brett winning it. Um, of course, they don't give it to the winner if he, if he gets it. That has to go to the next person down. I think there was a season when – I think Derek got votes for America's Favorite Player to win, and it had to go down to Donnie, I think, in that season. I think it was 16. So I think Tyler will get the most votes. It will bump down to the next person. I have a feeling it's going to be Brett if Tyler is in that final. But that's my prediction. That's where I think things in it, and that's where I think people have these guys have to do to win this season. But I think Casey's going to shock people. I think the I think the jury's going to have zero issues with Casey, and they're going to hand her over the five hundred thousand dollars. Don't think that this jury won't want to hurt Angela by hurting Tyler. And I'm not so sure that Brett can't talk some people out of voting for Tyler. And I don't think Brett truly has any issues with Casey. But don't underestimate those DVDs that come into the jury house when these people have anything to do but talk about the show and watch this how-did-it-happen thing, and they see Casey, boom, 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 vicious, just winning, 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 winning. 
Now, Casey, at the end of this game, her best move, she wins this final HOH is to go ahead and sit home Tyler. Lock your win in. A lot of you guys don't like this. You want to see, oh, I want to see the two best players at the end. Of course you do. But if I'm there, I want to win $500,000. And if I'm Casey, I'm going up against JC all day, every day, 365, 724 hours a day. I'm going against JC. I'm not taking that shot with Tyler. And if she does that, she has made the biggest move of the game. And she is well-deserving to win it. Guys, Wednesday's going to be a blast. I believe that's the finale. Wednesday's going to be a blast. We're going to have a lot of fun. I'm going to open up the lines next week. You guys want to call in and talk about what you thought of the show? Not this one, because you got some awful things to say, I'm sure. But the actual Big Brother show. And tell me what you thought about the season and how it ended. Who won, how you felt about it, who won America's Favorite Player, why you're angry about it, or why you love it. Guys, it's been a lot of fun. It's kind of sad thinking that we only got one more show left. This has had a long history of being on air. I want to thank you all for joining me. I want to thank you all about, oh, I don't know, the thousands and thousands of you guys that do listen. That's not an exaggeration. That really is high numbers like that. And I couldn't have done it without the help of Morty's. Couldn't have done it without you guys. Couldn't have done it really without Twitter. Really, I should probably cut them a check. But it's all because of you guys, and I appreciate it so much. Guys, it's going to be fun. Lines are going to be open next week. Do call in. I tell you, you're going to have a blast. It's going to be a good time. I want to thank you all for listening tonight. Hopefully you were entertained. It's going to be a fun last show next week, so please tune in. 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, same time always. And then we'll be giving our goodbye for the season until next year. So it'll be – we don't do Big Brother Celebrity. A lot of people ask me. I don't do Big Brother Celebrity. Um I don't know. You know, it's just a nice little break. I mean, you're doing this once a week. It wears on you after a little while. Not that I don't love you guys, but things start kind of happening, and it's kind of hard to jump into Big Brother Celebrity. It's hard to get my mind into that, believe it or not. Um, I do watch it, but it's fun just to kind of sit back and watch a game play and not feel like you have to take notes and everything. So I kind of take a break over that. But Big Brother Celebrity is coming. It has been renewed. The fate of Big Brother stands on the edge of a knife whether it would be cut or not. So we'll wait on that news. And we'll talk to you guys next Wednesday at the finale. Thank you guys, and as always, be good to each other. My name's Sam, and you've been listening to the Big Brother After Show. Flurries, you better grab a life vest. Did I lie? Yes! <laughs> Bye-bye. Pull the mask off. People aren't going to like what they see. Looks going to look like flesh on the outside. You rip it open and it's just circuitry and wires. If my plan works, think of this. I'm going to be off the block from a guy who put on a carrot suit, took an avocado bath, took a chum bath, and sat out of an HOH competition all to get me out. Hello? Will? Yeah? Hey, it's Boogie. Hey! Check this out.
candid, unscrupulous, and unexpected. It's time for another summer of Big Brother.